0: Hallelujah. Great are you, Lord. Hallelujah. We worship you. Come on, don't stop. Praise you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Glory to you, Lord. We lift up your name is higher than all names. Hallelujah. We love you, Jesus. We worship you, Master. Hallelujah we can worship you Jesus hallelujah hallelujah thank you Lord thank you Lord hallelujah thank you Jesus hallelujah 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 you know, as I, I look around the building here, and, and obviously, this is this is not what we are used to. <laughs> this is not what our home looks like. This is this is what happens when you move. And here's what I was looking around. I, I literally look around, and some places it doesn't even remotely look like what what it did just eight days ago. And uh, and this is what just the Holy Spirit just said to me for somebody that's watching online probably, uh, this is what happens when you remove God from your life. See, God makes things beautiful. Right.
1: Amen.
0: You can be going through all kinds of stuff, and your life still is beautiful. You can be facing a, a challenge, a mountain, a sickness, a, a need, and it, and God can still make it beautiful. But as soon as you put Him to the side, you start removing things from Him from your life, it just kind of goes back to the way it always was, and it's hopeless it's not really pretty it's it's kind of depressing <laughs> and that's the thing that's why it's so important for us to keep the lord first in our heart first in our actions first in our thoughts First in everything that we do, we should be consulting him first. Come on, we should be turning to him first. We should be looking to him first. Because when we bring him on the scene, he completely changes what you're in and the situation that you're in. And when when it changes, it actually becomes a beautiful place. It becomes a beautiful thing. And when you start pulling him out, the results go back to what they always were. Listen, if you could figure it out, you already would have. If you could fix it all, you already would have. But this is, this is a representation right now of what your life looks like without Jesus. And I want to encourage you, if you know him, <clears throat> then you need to move him up uh, on, the, on the priorities level. If you don't know him, your life can be completely transformed. And we're going to offer you that, that opportunity before the end of this service today. Because when we, when we live with his kingdom first in our life, the Bible says all these things will be added unto us. And then what the all things, it's what he was talking about beforehand. All your needs being met, clothes, food. I mean, all those things. Because God makes things beautiful. Amen. amen, amen. Come on, lift your hands and thank him for the beautiful things in your life, what he's been doing in your life. <clears throat> We're so grateful, Lord, for what you have been doing, what you are doing for us what you are doing through us, what you are doing in us. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. We're grateful, Lord. We're grateful. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Lord, we pray that as we open up your word today, Lord God, that you speak something to us that changes us. Lord, that it's a word that impacts our hearts, impacts our lives, and Lord, causes us to grow. Be molded and shaped into the people you created us to be. I thank you that the more of revelation we get from your word, the more like you we can become and our lives begin to take that shape. Our careers begin to take that shape. Our businesses, our families begin to start looking like what you wanted them to look like when you created us. And Lord, we thank you. We give you praise that your word does bring that fruit into our lives today. In Jesus' name, hallelujah, amen, praise God. Well, I know that uh, this is a a a really unusual uh, scene here, so what I'm going to do is say be careful, but turn around, shake hands, maybe introduce yourselves to people if you don't know them, Uh, you can step across the aisle, everybody that's watching online, we are doing way different today, Uh, instead of there being multiple cameras and stuff like that. All of our cameras are packed up for the move, so we're just coming to you off the phone today. I know it probably looks a little different, sounds a whole lot different, I'm sure. But go ahead and just, uh, in the chat uh, below there, in the comments section, just greet one another, say hi to everybody. We're so glad that you came to join us online today. Amen. Well, uh, everybody doing well? I uh, I don't know if, uh, if if you notice how different it looks in here. Probably don't. <laughs> uh, yeah, our nice pretty little wood backgrounds all gone, and our backstage areas are all gone. And uh, if you were able to see behind, uh, it looks like uh, our carpets all gone. Uh, It looks like a uh, warehouse in here. It looks like a a bomb went off. I remember a few times this week I think a bomb did go off. Uh, I spent most of the week up in the ceiling taking out our our light fixtures and putting these uh, fluorescents back in, and we ran out of bulbs on this side. So it's not because you're all in sin over here. We ran out of bulbs. So... um, uh, anyway, uh, and if you were, uh, if you've ever been over to our kids section, uh, we've been painting over there, you know, it was all orange and lime green and, you know, uh, Nickelodeon colors and it's all back to just tan, yeah. boring office space, you know, but that's what they would ask us to do. Um, anyway, it's it's been a, a big week. I want to say thanks, first of all, to Jody and Luke. They were here every day with me, uh, just... Uh, we, we've just made it happen, and I'm so grateful to have both of them uh, literally working their hands in off uh, every day. My kids uh, stayed in aftercare until uh, <laughs> two, literally, they, they were calling and going, we are you coming? And, yeah, we're almost there. Uh, and then I want to thank uh, all of the rest of you who came yes. out and worked this week. Man, yes. the Comptons, and, and Guy and Carmen, and Darnell, and David, and the Gillespie's, and I know I'll probably forgive people. Terry stayed after last Sunday, and, I mean, it's been a, it's been a hectic, what? You got Guy Carmen. Yeah, I said that. I said that. Guy and Carmen again. Um, so, uh, we, uh, uh, it's been a crazy week. Uh, there, you, you don't know, my mom always said it, and I never really chose to believe it, because, uh, you know, I'm a hard-headed youngster, um, who's not turning 50 in three weeks. I'm not. Uh, I... Uh, my mom used to say it all the time. She would say, you know, you don't know how much crap you have until you go to move. <laughs> and and Jody was like, you know, you might as well plan on all next week. And I was like, i are just going to throw it in a trailer and be done with it. We'll be out of here in a couple of days. <laughs> Last night, we were here at 1030, and I was almost in tears, like, oh, my gosh, there's still so much stuff here. And we have three storage units. Two of them are pretty full, so... I'm praying that the rest of this stuff will fit in there. Uh, some folks have been asking, what are we doing next? I wish I sa- I could say we will be here on this date by this time. We don't have a, uh, an absolute yet, so we're going to be online for a few weeks, uh, and we'll just see where that goes. In the meantime, we are going to be meeting socially. So when I say, you know, hey, we're going to meet at a restaurant somewhere up in this area, in a back room or something, you know, hopefully you can come out and join us. Um, and, and so that we can still see one another. Yeah. Uh, although online's good, it's not good socially. And yeah. I don't know if anybody else is aware of all the depression that people are facing in the country right now because they're locked themselves away. And uh, we don't believe in that. Right. Um, we right. don't want to... Well, we, our, our logo or our motto from the very beginning of the church has been to journey together. Right. Not right. journey by yourself and then check in whenever you need something. Right. Uh, right. It's That's journey right. together. So we're going to be meeting uh, around town. Uh, we may be coming to your house. We may come to our house. Who knows? <laughs> we just we'll just kind of just play it by ear. We'll be letting you know about that, um, and uh, we'll be doing that uh, to, so that we can see one another. And then we'll have the services online uh, until now. I have already been presented with a few possibilities. I don't really want to say what all they are. Uh, some of you, you know, I've talked to some of you about it. Uh, but, you know, we're just going to see what happens and, and pray it out. And the Lord will guide our steps. Amen. 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 So uh, so that's that's what's going on here. Uh, if you are available to stick around afterwards, then we do need to get these chairs out of here. And that plywood, that big table that somebody's been believing to disappear for a few days. And their faith isn't working. So uh, so we got to get that out of here. A couple of little sounds things then a lot of this rest of this stuff's going to the dumpster so uh so anyway um if you can stick around and help us today that'd be great those of you who uh are members of the online congregation uh we miss you and we wish you were here able to come out and be with us those of you who did brave it out today that we haven't seen for a while debbie it's so great to see you thank you so much for coming uh it's so great to have you guys all here with us the uh the it's it's been too long since we've seen some of you in the in the building, so thank you for coming and braving yes. or to be for our last service in this building. Uh, those the rest of you who are still watching online, uh, we miss you uh, and we wish that uh, you know you to to just continue doing what you need to do. We're loving and supporting you all the way through it, uh, and we will be online until uh, when we get into the next place. Let's just go ahead and leave right now for a big enough building. Amen. That everybody could come back and still socially distance and feel safe if they Amen. need to. Amen. <laughs> and uh, that way we'd be good to go with that. All right. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. Good day today. Yes, sir. Yes, it I is. felt like the tin man when I woke up this morning. I had to get a little.
1: <laughs>
0: but uh, <so laughs> but uh, uh, it's a good day. It is a good day. Amen. Amen. So if you have your Bibles this morning, um, let's, uh, let's open them to our text that we started on this uh, series with, um, Proverbs chapter 1. We, we started a little series called Brilliant, and this is how God wants you to live. Now, all of you who are usually cheating and you're looking at the screens, obviously you're going to have to do the Bible drill today uh, and uh, uh, because our projectors are down. Um, you can. Uh, there are no notes in the U version, but obviously you can follow along through the U version. We've been talking about uh, Proverbs chapter 1, really gives us a, a, a pretty good snapshot of some things that God wants for us. Verse number 2 is uh, uh, well, let's start in verse 1. These are the Proverbs of Solomon, David's son, king of Israel. Their purpose is to teach people wisdom and discipline, to help them understand the insight of the wise. Their purpose is to teach people to live disciplined and successful lives, to help them do what is right, just, and fair. These Proverbs will give insight to the simple, knowledge and discernment to the young. Now, that's been our text for this series called Brilliant. Uh, And if you have not been able to watch or be here with us, I would encourage you to go back and listen to the first four of those. They're on our website. Uh, They're on our YouTube archive. You can watch them uh, and tune in for those. It's, the series is called Brilliant. Just look for it there. Um, but we, just, a, just a quick little recap on a couple things. The Lord said to me when I was reading this that if something is to be taught, that means it's for everybody. Yeah. Doesn't mean everybody has it, but it is designed for everybody. If it's, if it's something that, that is to, supposed to be taught or can be taught, it's for everybody and so these uh things that that uh, he's describing are ways for us to have a brilliant life and especially when it comes to your relationship with and your understanding of the lord the lord wants you to have a brilliant relationship with him not a scared barely get by relationship with him the lord wants your relationship with him to be brilliant he wants you to have revelation of Him. He wants to be able to speak to you just like He spoke, speaks to Oral Roberts or or anybody else big and famous. The Lord must be able to drop something into your heart and your spirit. And it, 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 He wants you to be able to recognize it. And He wants you to be able to make your own choices out there with His guidance. And they'll be yeah. the right choices. The, the Actually, the word wisdom means to become skilled in something. So if the Proverbs were written to teach us wisdom, what is that? He's teaching you how to become skilled in your walk with the Lord, first of all. And then these other things can be taught as well. And that's what we've been talking about for the last couple of weeks. Uh, Week two, we said to you uh, that wisdom in one place means to become skilled in something. And the second mention of it, it means to be prosperous and successful. That you can learn to be prosperous and successful and that that if that can uh if that's something that can be taught that means that everybody come on can learn how to be it and that's what uh your walk with the lord will teach you to do uh to do what's right to do what's just to do what's fair uh last week we talked about giving insight to the simple uh and how some people think that the word simple just means like simpleton or just like somebody that's not real smart we told a couple funny stories Um, But really, in a a way, all of us are simple in some ways. There are some things that we just don't understand yet. And we're all growing to get there. And you can learn to overcome those things. And uh, you can uh, receive knowledge and discernment. All right. So, uh, last week we started talking about how you can do that. And the first step was to ask God for it. How do I get that? Please start giving it to me. It says, if you need it, ask for it. So we ask Him. And then when the answer starts showing up, we don't switch our faith from God to what he gave us. Right. Come on, right. we, we get what he gave us and we're using it, but we keep our eyes and our faith on him. Yes. Yeah. Amen. And some people do that. They get their answer and they forget about God because God gave them this wonderful answer. And so that's, that's, the, that, those were where, that's where we are. We're going on to uh, part five today and, and we're going to go to Matthew chapter 20 to p- pick up the next part of it. Um, how many of you know on the road to being brilliant there are challenges and obstacles and there are also disagreements and and when I say challenge and obstacles I'm not talking about just the big ones like well the bank says no or the power company says no or whatever I'm talking about with people Mm -hmm. how many of you know there is there is Challenges with people. Disagreements with people. And you know God wants you to be brilliant in spite of all that. He actually wants you to be able to handle disagreements. He wants you to be able to handle. Come on. Conflicts. Differences of opinion. People that voted different than you. People that believe different than you. Come on now. He wants you to be brilliant in those things, too. Yeah,
1: that's true.
0: And you would think that some guys like the uh, disciples would have known this. But these guys were just like us. There's this part in Matthew chapter 20. We're going to start in 24, but I'm going to set this part up for you. Uh, Some of you probably know this. Jesus is talking, and uh, uh, James and John, I believe, their mom, says... I need you to make my sons sit on your right and your left. When you enter your kingdom, they need to be somebody. They need to be on the right and the left. And Jesus says, well, you can't can't drink from the same cup that I'm going to drink from, can you? And they're like, sure we can. Yes, we can do that. And, and, and then he says, you don't know what you're asking, and it's, it's not even for me to decide. And then when we get to this part of the story, the other 10 disciples hear what they said. And this is where we pick up the story, all right? Verse number 24, when the other 10 disciples heard what James and John had asked, they were indignant Now, these are the disciples we're talking about. These are, this is not, you know, somebody in your PTA group that you just think is a Karen.
1: <laughs>
0: this is not just the uh, president of the HOA who, you know, is a thorn in your side. Come on, somebody. This, Come is, on. These are, this is the disciples. These are the guys that are living with Jesus, walking with Jesus, having all the time in the world with Jesus. And they are asking for crazy things, and then they're jealous of one another, yeah. Yeah. and offended by one another. Right. Mm-hmm. Hey, this is the pillars of the church, guys. <laughs> this is what we are. we're all standing on their shoulders, and they uh, they have problems with one another, and. They're they're all concerned about who's going to be the best and who's going to be the head and how dare you ask that question and I, I love like when you read John John doesn't call himself John he calls himself the disciple Jesus loved that, I mean that's 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 you know that's the word of God and it's in there but isn't that quite just funny that you were writing this book and just happened to call yourself the disciple that Jesus I mean these guys jockeyed for position. And all the time. And that's where we are here. They're indignant with the other two uh, asking. So Jesus called them together, continuing to read, and said, You know that the rulers of this world lord it over their people, and officials flaunt their authority over those under them. Now, I don't know about you, but is this happening in our country right now? Don't build a wall. Except around the Capitol. <laughs> that one's okay. Yeah, amen,
1: amen.
0: They're lording it over people. It says the officials flaunt their authority over those under them. Anybody have a boss like that? <laughs> they, they, they just kind of I, I mean, I, I have seen other pastors that throw that in people's face all the time. Well, when you've been in ministry as long as I have, then you I'll, I'll care what you say. And they, they flaunt their, their authority over people and they kind of rub it in their face. And and, and here's the part that's, that really shakes that whole thing. And see, we're, we're conditioning ourselves to be just like that because... Well, They're in charge. I mean, they must be doing it right. But Jesus shakes that entire thing down right there, and he says these words. Among you, it will be different. Amen. Yeah. Now, this is big. Because if I, we're going to live brilliant in the face of idiots, come on, somebody, <laughs> in the face of people that offend us, in the face of people we don't agree with, in the face of people who have such a strong, different opinion than we do, and we're still going to have a brilliant relationship with them. Yeah. How is this going to happen?
1: Right.
0: Yeah. Well, Jesus says, you, you you can't do what everybody else does. Right. Well, that's all I know. That's all I've ever been taught. See, yes, but this can be taught. Remember, yes. these things can be taught. That means it's for you to learn. Right. Okay? Among you, it will be different. Whoever wants to be a leader among you must be your servant. And whoever wants to be first among you must become your slave. Mm. For even the Son of Man came not to be served, but to serve others and to give his life as a ransom for many. Now, I don't know about you, but when I would first read this passage of Scripture, I immediately started getting this picture of I have to be the lowly little servant and I'm going to be your doormat now for you to just walk all over me. And that is not what this statement is saying at all. But see, what is that? That is worldly thinking. That's programming that we've picked up from a secular society. Somebody out there has set this precedent in place. And so we think in order to serve somebody, that that makes us less than somebody. Right. And see, this is exactly where the disciples were. The disciples are, two of them are wanting to be on the right and left of Jesus, which means uh, the rest of you 10, <laughs> you can just, you know, be green with envy, wish you were me. And the thing is, is we, we are, are not called to be this way and we're not supposed to go out and just be somebody's doormat either. Let everybody take advantage of you, take everything away from you. So when you have a disagreement with somebody or somebody is a thorn in your side, a challenge to you, doesn't mean you should just let them go ahead and keep just putting you down into the garbage pit. Sadly, some people think that humility is saying that but it's not. Now look at what it says here. For even the Son of Man came not to be served, but to serve others and to give His life as a ransom for many. Do you think Jesus was a doormat? No. <laughs> is, is Jesus a doormat? So if He's saying, this is what I've come to do, come on now, why do we think of ourselves any less to think, I have to be less than. I have to be a doormat in order to serve. So I'm just not gonna serve. I'm just gonna cut people off and leave. I'm just gonna abandon that relationship. I'm gonna walk away from them. I don't agree with this, I don't agree with that. They said something that offended me, that bothered me. I'm just gonna, I'm gonna go pout. I'm gonna do whatever. Let's look at what this word serve means. This word serve actually means to minister to. Mm -hmm. Look at what it says. It also means like a waiter or uh, anyone who performs any service or an administrator what, is, what are we talking about here? If I'm going to serve somebody who drives me crazy, I'm not going to lay down and be a doormat for them to just be the target of their hate and their, their <laughs> target of their insults and targets of their put-downs and targets of their taking advantage of. No, I'm going to rise up and administrate, come on, something to make the whole situation better for them and me. Right. And I'm just going to tell you right now, it is not you quitting and leaving. That's
1: right. That's right. Good. Amen.
0: So many people think that that's the answer.
1: Yeah.
0: I don't agree with you. See you. Yeah. No.
1: Sad, but true.
0: Now, can I say sometimes it is that. But very rarely is that. Amen. We're conditioned to think I don't need that drama get it out of my life. But what if on the other side of that drama, if you administrate through it, if you serve through it, if you, come on, if you wait like a waiter, doing what you can to bring to the situation to improve it, what if on the other side of that is an absolute breakthrough that, come on, rises you up to the next level? What if that's what happens? And there are so many people that are in the condition of cutting off and moving on and cutting off and moving on that they live their whole life without a breakthrough because they didn't stay to fight through the to the, get to the brilliance Sorry. you must be willing to serve the situation and the other party involved to improve it for all parties involved Jesus said this in, in Matthew chapter five, verse number nine. In one of the Beatitudes, He said, "Blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called sons of God." Amen. Now I want you to notice what that word says. It says, "Blessed are the peacemakers, Amen. not peacekeepers."
1: Oh, yeah.
0: Some people thinking, you know, "I got to keep the peace." <laughs> no, you don't. You need to make peace. Yes, What's the difference? Big difference. A peacekeeper is somebody who walks on eggshells. I don't want to offend nobody. I don't want to bother anybody. And yet they're going home miserable. Come on. And they're tied up in chains. And they're just, they're not happy. They're not satisfied. They're not living a life. It's a, they're just trying to make everybody around them happy while they themselves are miserable. Jesus didn't say those people would be blessed. Is this okay? Nope. Nope. Come on. Amen. Come on. Amen. Jesus said, blessed are the peacemakers. Well, let's see what that means. A peacemaker, according to Strong's, is someone who bravely declares God's terms. Now listen to this part. Which will make somebody else whole. A peacekeeper is somebody who keeps their mouth shut and goes over in the corner and cries. And then when everybody says, are you okay? Oh yeah, I'm fine. (laughs) Come on now. A peacekeeper is somebody who's going to go just go, I'm just going to go sit and I'm just going to have to vent for a little bit. Just give me a few minutes. Come on. And that's all they do. Listen, I'm all for going and gathering your thoughts. I'm all for composing yourself. I'm all for it. But if that's all you're ever doing is composing yourself to be a doormat, you're not going to be brilliant. Right. If all you're doing is composing yourself so that you can handle more, there's no brilliance. You're actually stifling it. Here's the 12 disciples. And Jesus says, listen, if you," he's basically telling them, you have a problem. You all need to serve one another to get this worked out the best way. Yeah. Dang, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Here's the thing. there's You 12, I picked you. Uh-huh. Guess what? I'm not going to build my church on 12 guys who can't stand to be around each other and just ready to walk away.
1: That's right.
0: You're going to have to, come on, administrate and serve the situation, come on, in order to make it work. If I'm going to be brilliant, I have to... All right, you ready for this? You have to move beyond an assumption that you've made. Right. Well, my track record's pretty good on assumption. How do you know? Because most of the time when we assume, we're not going and double checking. Hey, uh, just so you know, I just want to make sure, now that I haven't spoken to you in 26 years, uh, you were mad in 1973, weren't you? <laughs> Nobody's going and doing that. I was praying about this and the Holy Spirit said these words to me. Assumption immediately puts you in bondage. And you're now bound to what you believe. When you assume you have immediately taken all possibilities of anything else working out and you've bound yourself to a thought that may or may not be right. Right. But guess what? You're stuck now. Unless you're willing to, come on, serve, come on somebody, unless you're willing to wait like a waiter and bring something to resolve the situation, you're now bound to what you think. Mm -hmm. And if you're bound to what you think, You have no chance of it getting any better. Chances are very good the other person involved doesn't even know they did anything that bothered you. That's why it's up to you to serve. Well, they need to come and apologize. What if they don't know they did anything? That's right. That's right. That's right. That's why you're the waiter. Come on, somebody, you're the server. You're the one who comes by with the pitcher of water and says, "Can I refill your cup for you?" Do that. They made me mad. What if it was completely innocent? Yeah. yeah, Then I'm going to come by now. Come on, I'm going to serve the situation. How do I do that? By different ways. You're going to talk about what happened? you going to communicate what you feel? Come on, he didn't scold him for being indignant about what James and John said. No. Jesus did not say, how dare you think that? Jesus said, okay guys, I see what's going on here. What they're asking for is a place of leadership. We're not going to lead like that, the way the world does. But he never said, don't ask for the leadership.
1: Right?
0: He never told them they couldn't be that. He just said, you're not going to flaunt it over everybody. Right. Amen. That's right. See, we're not going to live our lives, if we're going to be brilliant, we can't be chained to an assumption and bound to an assumption and think that everything's going to work out. Guess what happens in the next relationship? Come on. You're going to get bound to the same assumption and that one's going to end the same way. What happens if you get bound and you you go to the next one and you assume the same thing and you're bound to that? And next thing you know, it's a pattern throughout your life and the brilliance that God has placed in you and has taught you and is teaching you can't come out, can't be released, and you don't ever see it. So the key today to living a brilliant life is to serve the situation and the other person involved when a conflict arises. If you can do that, you're just taking another step Towards being brilliant. We'll pick up here next week. And I see you guys all online. (laughs) Father thank you for our time together today. I pray that you help us. To move past these. Insecurities. Move past these uh, things. That that we are assuming. And and, and places where we've had. uh, Offenses and challenges. and, And things that probably weren't that big a deal. But we made them bigger deals. And Lord I pray that you'll help us move past those. And learn, Lord God, what it is you want for us. Lord, let us see the brilliance that you want to teach us, lead us, and guide us to be. We'll thank you for that. We'll give you all the praise for that. Now, heads bowed and eyes closed in the sanctuary here. I'm going to talk to you folks online and in the sanctuary. If you don't know Jesus, what I'm talking about right now is an absolute pipe dream. Because see, you're still living by the world's standards of what the world teaches, what the universities teach, what leadership coach teaches, what all kinds of secular organizations teach. And without a relationship with Jesus, the things that we're talking about simply just sound like that's too good to be true. But when you have a relationship with Jesus, your life can start to become that. Your life can take on the brilliance that we're talking about. So today, if you don't know Jesus, you don't have a relationship with him, I wanna, uh, I wanna invite you to know him. I want you to, to really come to uh, a relationship with him. Start it today. Well, I don't know him very well. Well, you'll never know him unless you receive him into your life. And then it's, he's just like everybody else. He, he will grow in this relationship with you to be everything that you'd ever want him to be. Lord, Savior, Master. Redeemer, healer, provider. He he will grow into that in your life if you allow him. And so if you don't know him, I want to invite you to get to know him today. I want you to say this prayer with me right there at your seat or if you're watching online, just say this prayer with me and receive Jesus into your heart. And, And this brilliant life can start to become yours. Say this with me, Father God, I thank you for your son, Jesus. I come before you today a sinner, but I believe Jesus is your son and that you raised him from the dead. I believe that he's Lord of all. Lord Jesus, come into my heart. Forgive me of my sin. Make me a new person help me to live a brilliant life, in Jesus' name, amen. Amen. If you said that prayer with me this morning, Jesus is now the Lord of your life. Your life is completely different than when you just started that prayer a few minutes ago. Now, before we dismiss today, and before we even get to the, the closing part of the service, I do want to pray for those that I, I really feel like today there was a... This this was hitting home for some folks. And uh, I want to pray for you. If you're watching online, or if you're here in the congregation, come on, just bow your heads, just with me for a second. If you're here, and this, this is really something that you've struggled with in your life. This has been something that's been a, uh, a source of, uh, uh, of great turmoil and, and like stress about it and things like that. Um, listen, you don't need to be bound to that anymore. Let go of that assumption today. I want to pray for you. If that's you, would you just slip your hand up right there at your seat? I'm not going to come down and pray for you or anything like that. But if that's you, just slip your hand up right wherever you are. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Praise the Lord. If you're watching online, I want to pray for you. If that's you, just right there, just by as an act of faith. I can't see you. You can see me. Just slip your hand up right there where you're at. And uh, we're going to pray for you. And that this is going to be something that gets uh, a source of strength in your life. Because this is what the kind of life God's called you to live. So, Lord, you see these hands. And you know these hearts. And I pray right now in Jesus' name, Lord, that the boldness of the Holy Spirit would come upon them and the strength of God, Lord, to serve situations would come upon them right now. And Lord, that they wouldn't be uh, just ready to cut people off or they wouldn't be ready to just turn and run, but Lord, they would be ready to serve the situation to make it better so that the brilliance you have for them on the other side can be released into their life. And they'll grow into the people you've called them to be. And I thank you for that today, in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. We praise you for that, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Lord. Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God. Well, uh, we're going to get ready to dismiss. Uh, I want to, we're going to receive today's tithes and offerings. We've been doing it on uh, the electronic version, so you can text. Uh, we usually have a nice little slide that goes up right now. If you want to give me the an offering today, you can text your offering to 84321 uh, and then follow the instructions on the screen. If you uh, are regular and you're going to give, uh, you know, your tithes and offering that, that, you can also go to our website, give, and you can sure do it from there. Um, I, I do want to encourage everybody, uh, even though we're not going to have a building, we're still here. And we still have to pay, pay staff. And there are bills that the church has, so don't stop giving just because you're not sitting in these these chairs uh, in the pews. Don't stop giving. Keep giving. Uh, I, I know that um, uh, the tendency is sometimes when you don't go to church, you kind of forget about it. Um, don't. Don't do it. Um, and be believing with us over these next few weeks for a the right place to surface. Come on, it's gonna be right in our, our budget. Come on, right in our wheelhouse. Uh, it's gonna be at a great location. It's gonna be big enough for us to have some room to move and breathe, and uh, it's gonna be good. Amen, you all agree bring with me on that? Yeah. All right, so praise God. Uh, let's uh, hold our offerings up to the Lord. If you're giving on your phone, hold your phone up. Lord, I thank you for the opportunity to give today. I thank you that the needs of Direction Church are met. I thank you that the needs of its people are met. I thank you that as they follow your rules of giving and receiving, Lord God, they're getting new jobs and raises and promotions. They're getting new patients, new clients, new listings, new partners. They're getting new investment opportunities, new business ideas. Lord, they're getting new invention ideas. Lord God, uh, they're getting divine appointments and divine favor during those appointments. Things that they've been waiting for are are, are being broke loose and, and, and coming through. In Jesus' name. Lord, we thank you that that, uh, they have uh, inheritance money and an unexpected increase coming into their lives because they follow your rules of giving and receiving. We call them blessed and debt-free. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you as you give today. Uh, We are so grateful for you and those of you who have uh, have continued to give uh, all the way through. uh, Thank you so much for, for continuing to do that. And we will keep you posted. Uh, if you, uh, I think we pretty much have everybody in here's email address in the in the email list so that we can send some emails out to everybody. Uh, but I would encourage you to join, if you're on Facebook, join the Direction Church page. We post a lot of stuff in there as well. We send out a lot of messages and stuff in there. Uh, that's also a very easy place to watch the service. Is on the Facebook page. Then also, we have an app. I don't know if anybody knows that but we have a Direction Church app that you can download to your phone or the lesser Android device. Um, you can download it to it It does work, the hamster does, uh, you can download it to there. Our app hasn't been censored by either store, uh, so you can, <laughs> you can watch the services online in the app as well, so you can open it right up and, uh, and do that. Um, uh, and then of course, we're on everything. If you have a Roku or an Apple TV or a Amazon Fire, we have an app on all those, you can download it and you can watch the podcast on there and all of our live shows and all of our live services, all that stuff's available on all those things. So if you have one of those, uh, download the apps on there uh, and then you can follow us on every, everything. So we love you guys so much. Thank you so much for being here. Let's stand up, we'll get you out of here. Thanks so much for coming and being in church today. Uh, If you can stick around, praise God. If you can, not I know we have a big shooting match or something today that we have a lot of folks going to, so we get it. We understand. Um, So uh, it's a class, I think. So if if, uh, you can stick around, great. If not, We'll see you uh, online, and we'll be letting you know where the first social outing is as soon as we can. Amen. Lift your hands if you receive this blessing. I call you blessed. I say you'll go everywhere God's called you to go. You'll have everything God's called you to have. You'll do everything God's created you to do, and you'll be everything God's created you to be. You'll walk in the favor of the Lord, and your life will be blessed. Let's go take the journey together. Have a great day, everybody.